Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Ladies and gentlemen, three games, just three left in the Major League Baseball season. And we have a full slate of playoff ball games coming up and a full slate of the playoff picture, except one thing and one thing only. There are two full-on races not officially decided, but they're officially decided. One of which being the NL wildcard, because the Brewers, as we currently stand, are two games out with three games left to play, which means the magic number is officially two. And then, of course, lastly, you got the NL East, which we can just go ahead and say is all said and done, ladies and gentlemen, because the magic number for the Atlanta Braves is one for the first time all year too. the Braves solo by themselves in first place. They took advantage of sweeping the New York Mets, not to mention the Mets really blew it a lot of lot of winnable games in the last few weeks. We're talking getting swept by the Cubs, losing a series to the Marlins, losing games over in Oakland and Seattle, winnable games, I might add. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot to cover. Even though we're at the end of the year, it is BetMGM Emily Podcast powered by BetQL. You got Cody Decker. You got Ryan Horvat. Let's talk some baseball, Ryan. How are you feeling? Not as bad. I mean, I'm feeling pretty good, to be honest with you, man. I would feel terrible waking up being a Met fan here on a Monday morning, though, because still a very, uh, it was still a very successful season. Very. You're pretty healthy heading into the postseason, which is three all games left. Three games left. They're going to play the Nats, and if they win two of the three games, which again they're playing against the Nationals, 
you can assume it's going to happen. They're going to finish with over 100 wins this season. Wild card. <laughs> exactly. But then you're you're in the wild card, man, after what looked like you were going to run away with the division. Looked like the Braves were dead. And then all of a sudden, the Braves do exactly what they did last season. Now they're the, one of the hottest teams in all of baseball. And for the Mets, I got some concerns, man, because that was a team that I did not want to see in the postseason, obviously. But now they're going to have to use their rotation a little bit differently, like we talked about in the last podcast. I just – I would hate this spot to be a Mets fan, man, especially after what was a ridiculous season. And, again, you're still alive. You're still going to the postseason. But I just still can't believe what went down this weekend. Social media was on fire. Uh, we all saw the videos, people that were declaring the season over in July and August saying this division is a wrap. Man, man. See, that's why I don't say things like that in baseball, though, Cody, if it's my team. Man, I don't want to jinx it because we've seen weirder crap happen before. And like you said, going back to New York, not only winnable games here the last couple months, the last couple weeks especially, you mentioned getting swept by the Cubs. And it, and it wasn't like, you know, it was a spot start day going into Chicago. Like, they got beat. DeGrom was a minus 400 favorite yeah. in that series. The Cubs beat Jacob DeGrom. He's looked rough the last couple And the A's beat Jacob DeGrom. Like, two games lost by Jacob DeGrom in the last week and a half ended up being the deciding factor for the Mets because the Mets are likely not, I mean, barring a, you know, a sweep and the, you know, the Braves getting swept and the way the Braves are playing, they ain't getting swept. Uh, They're two games back. Also keep in mind, they also own the tiebreaker. That's why they need to win the division by a full game. So on barring a sweep on both sides, it ain't happening. Although, as we currently sit here, uh, the Mets, I do like them today. They're facing the Nationals. I like them today on the alternate run line. I got it at minus 110. Multiple reasons why I'm taking it. Well, even though they just got swept by the Braves, they're, 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 the Mets, uh, they need this win. There's nothing else to say. They need to win. It's must win. But it, at the end of the day, they're making the playoffs. I do like Carlos Carrasco over 16 and a half outs at minus 120 today. Um, that has less to do with Carlos Carrasco and more to do with the fact that they're playing against the Nats. But here's here's where we're currently sitting. Let's talk about them. The Mets right now are going to be facing the San Diego Padres in the wild card matchup. That's not good. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that's not good at all, in fact, because that means they're going to be burning both DeGrom and Scherzer game one and two. Those two guys are going up against you, Darvish, and Joe Musgrove. Yeah. <sighs> and uh, by the way, if let's just say best case scenario for the Mets and they sweep those two games, which by the way are going to be good ball games, that is not a cheap lineup they're going to be facing over there in San Diego. Uh, then they're matched up with the Los Angeles Dodgers, which yeah. means if they get past the San Diego Padres, means if they get past Joe Musgrove and you Darvish, by the way, good luck. Uh you're going up against the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Dodgers won't face DeGrom or Scherzer till game three, at least. Oh, Mets fans. I get it. I understand your pain now. This is not looking good for you. No, I mean, <laughs> just a brutal, it's brutal how this is going to stack up. Cause like you said, if you go against San Diego, you Darvish has been lights out, especially the second half of the season. He's been amazing this season. He's the reason him and Joe Musgrove are the reason, let's be honest, that the Padres are even. Yeah, you got to throw Manny on there. You well, got to yeah. throw Manny yeah, Machado on there. Oh, yeah, of course. And Juan Soto, he's been heating up a little bit, yes, man. Yes, um, It's funny that you bring up Musgrove. I absolutely love him tonight against the Giants. And if you look at his last two outings, man, I know that he's, 
you know, he had five innings, one against San Diego, uh, or I'm sorry, one against St. Louis, had that 5-4 loss. But then he had five scoreless innings, you know, against the Dodgers, even though they lost that game one nothing. So what I'm saying is we're not really seeing him go like six, seven innings. I think Musgrove's going to be ready for the postseason. Yes, he is. going to be ridiculously, man. That, that that's a crappy matchup for the Mets right there. I'd be I'd be pretty worried. I'm still picking the Mets though in that series. So am I. So am I. But it's it's going to be a tough matchup, like a real tough matchup. Definitely not a draw that the Mets wanted. The Mets wanted that buy, and quite frankly, in my opinion, they needed that buy a lot more than the Braves did. So that's going to be a real interesting series over there. But let's take a look over on the American League side real quick because the order of the wild card is not 100% set in stone, but if it's going to end the way it currently is, we're looking at the Blue Jays with the top spot and the Rays with the bottom spot and those Mariners right there in the middle, which again, Super Mario, I know you're in the green room. Did Cody say this out loud weeks ago that exactly this would be the case? He did. Why did he say it? Because he's a genius. He did. It's a fact. I think he's hiding. He doesn't want to give you his props. He doesn't. He put it in the chat, but no one listening will ever know. Uh, I do like the Blue Jays today, by the way. Uh, the reason why... Um, what can you say? The Blue Jays are facing Dean Kramer. Dean Kramer's having a very good year, but Dean Kramer is owned by this team. Let's go through the list. Uh, Guriel's hitting 500 off him. Jansen's hitting 700 off him. Kurt's hitting 400 off him. Bradley Jr.'s hitting 333 off him. Tapia's hitting 300 off him. And last but not least, Vladdy Jr., uh, he's hitting 385 and 13 at bats with a 1,154 slugging percentage and three home runs. Uh, I think it's a good idea to maybe put some money on Vladimir Guerrero Jr. today. I like that a lot, man. What What are your thoughts on them in the postseason? Because I don't trust them at all. Uh, of all the teams in the American League postseason, I trust them the least. And it's because I feel like they're the most streaky team there is. So here's the thing. It can work both ways. They can just go off. But this team doesn't win five in a row. This team yeah. wins two in a row and then drops a game loses goes one and one all the time they're, they're just too inconsistent and I don't like them in the playoffs and I don't like their pitching a ton in the playoffs to be honest with you of the three wild card teams they're my least favorite I love the Mariners pitching and I love their offense more than I do the team in Toronto and I feel the exact same way about the team of Tampa Bay yeah I was kind of hoping that uh, the Blue Jays could avoid Seattle obviously because I'm rooting for both teams if anything I'd like to root against the Rays so I still need one more loss from the Rays that win total looking pretty good actually uh, unless they sweep the rest of the season which I don't think they're going to be able to do we'll see though or the Guardians but man now I'm kind of falling in love with this Guardians team so am I but so all right so you got Mariners Blue Jays winner would probably play the Astros winner's going to play the Astros and then Rays Guardians and the winner takes on the Yankees which in that series, all right, so you're going to go Seattle over Toronto, right? I am. And then are you going to go Tampa over Cleveland? Because I think I'm going to go Cleveland over Tampa, and I can't I believe I might that. go Cleveland over Tampa. I might. I, I got to look at the matchups day of, probably. But I, as of right now, blindly, the way the Guardians have played, and I've talked up the Guardians quite a bit lately, and, and it's also a combination of the Guardians playing such good. Honestly, the Guardians are playing like the Rays should be playing. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah. Man, I just... That's tough, though, because like you said, we have to wait and see how the Rays are going to stack up their pitching. Mm -hmm. You figure McClanahan would get the ball game one. Against and, Bieber. And then 
you know, Glass now, Glass now's looked pretty damn good. And yes. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be able to probably go on a full pitch count. Do they start him? Do they use him kind of like as a weapon out of the bullpen? No, I, I'd start him personally. Oh, it's so it's so tough to pick against Tampa in that series. If if you don't put him in the bull, if you put him in the bullpen, you're you're. I know me. I know I got to protect my guy who's just coming off the IL. Yeah. But I know I look at him in the bullpen. If I have Glass now in the bullpen, knowing full well that he's not healthy, I'm still going to use him every single day. I'd have to stop myself. So yeah, I'm starting him. Yeah, I agree. I think that that'll be the move right there. Man, that makes them scary. But I think they I are just, scary. I think I'd still have to go with the Guardians, man. I mean, the Guardians. What a ridiculous season for the Guardians. By oh the my way. god! Like I was just looking back at this because uh, I have officially, obviously, burned my Chicago White Sox division-winning ticket. Tony Larusa is going to be uh, retiring. I mean, he's been gone for the last what month and a half, two months of the season, so that's no big shocker. That's- I have a, th- I have a theory. Has this two years just been Tony LaRusso's revenge on the White Sox for firing him the last time? It's how I feel about Jimmy Garoppolo right now with the 49ers. He, he can't be replaced at this point, so he's just going to go out and do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, man, but I was going back and just looking at the timeline because I was thinking, why in the hell didn't I hedge off of this, right? Because Cleveland was plus 400, so I went back on September 4th, and I was just kind of taking a look at the timeline of why I didn't. I, now, I was actually leaning going in on Minnesota because, I, I i mean, we saw it in June. We talked about it here on the podcast. Everywhere you went, you talked about this. You know, when you did your shows in Chicago, the White Sox, they were pretty much dead in, in June. You know, they had that nice little run. They did play pretty good baseball, but the problem was Cleveland just wouldn't lose. But I went all the way back to September 4th. There were only four games above 500. They were pretty much out of the race. And since then, they've won 22 of their last 27 games, man. I feel like I have to take Cleveland and look at the way that they're doing it right now. I feel like I'm going to have to take Cleveland to go all the way here. I feel like, I feel like they're going to knock off. uh, Obviously they knock off the, the and I think think they're beating the Yankees, man. I think Cleveland's great. Great, 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 great. I don't disagree with what you're saying. The problem is at some point, someone has to play the Houston Astros and I am not putting any, on anybody not named the Houston Astros in the American League side. Yeah, my bad. I got a little ahead of myself. I said I was <laughs> not going to be really an upset against Tampa Bay. I do think they're going to knock out the Yanks, though. And then I do think that the Astros, again, they're my chalky pick. I went with the all-chalk World Series, Astros-Dodgers. Reason being, you watch those freaking teams every yeah. single night. Not only are they beating teams, they're beating teams into submission. The Dodgers clinched the division pretty much a month ago. Yes. And, and you figured, okay, they'll take it easy here. No, they're still beating the hell out of teams, man. I mean, they're sleepwalking to 110 wins. In fact, tonight, the Dodgers are playing against the Colorado Rockies against Urena. And yeah, I got some props on it right now. The only way you can even get value on the game is by looking at the Dodgers on the alternate run line at minus 110. Obviously, you should jump on this. Why? Because the Dodgers own Urena to the point where, let's look at it. Um Let's see, Bellinger, 700 with a homer. Will Smith, 700 with multiple doubles. Chris Taylor, 500 with a double. Um, Oh, and Freddie Freeman in 35 at-bats is hitting 400 with a 914 slugging percentage and four homers off of him. In fact, you can get a home run prop on him today at 5-1 to at plus 500. You should probably jump on that. The only two Dodgers that don't have like a sub-500 batting average off Urena are the two Turners, which is great because someone's got to get out tonight. Yeah, I like that play a lot. You got any other props, actually, for tonight before we talk about the rest of the Honestly, that's the last of it of the Dodgers, man, because they also got Tony Gonsolin going. Yeah. I, you know, 
Like, there's nothing about the Dodgers today that don't scream they're going to win by 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you brought that one up, actually, because I was looking at Tony Gonsolin coming back today. So, obviously, it's a low number. We don't know how long he's going to go, but two and a half strikeouts. I'm going to take it. I'm taking the over on Gonsolin, actually. I would take another one. I got another strikeout prop, actually, as well. So, Brewers, they're pretty much screwed, man. It's going to be Philadelphia, but they're still technically alive. And tonight, they're going to go with Brandon Woodruff, who's been awesome this season. 13 and four, a 305 ERA, 109 whip. Last time he was on the mound, went six innings, only gave up five hits. He's been great at home in Milwaukee this season. He's 8-0 with a 198 ERA at American Family Field. But uh, all that to say, he's not striking out nine tonight. So eight and a half, that's a little inflated. I know he's been really good against Arizona. I'm taking the under on that. And then I'm going to take it over. I'm going to go with uh, Severino, actually, against Texas tonight. The number was five and a half, and it was plus money. I think he strikes out at least seven Rangers. So those are my strikeout props for the night. So real quick, let's get to some teams we haven't discussed. Yeah. St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, man. What do you think about this team going into October? Because right now, who are they currently matched up with? So right now, uh, they would get the Phillies. The Phillies are the Phillies are the Brewers. Let's call it the Phillies. No, we'll call it the Phillies because the Brewers, I mean, it's going to take a bit of a miracle. Now, it's not impossible. The Brewers do, one, own the tiebreaker, correct? No, no, no. Phillies actually own so the, the Phillies own the, So basically, we're looking at this current series exactly the same way we are the Mets and Braves. That, mm. that one team needs to sweep. The other needs to get swept. The odds are not great for the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, and I'm not going to lie to you. Based on uh, the Phillies get, are going to give them a shot because the Phillies are playing against who? The Phillies are playing Houston against- Astros. The Astros. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. I thought you meant the po- – yeah, the Astros. Thank God. So, the, the Phillies are giving the Brewers a shot. Here's the problem. The Brewers are playing against the Diamondbacks. I know what you're thinking. Oh, the Diamondbacks aren't that good. Their pitching is. Yeah. Their pitching yeah. definitely is. And Gallon's, Gallon's slated to go on Tuesday against yeah. Eric Lauer. Eric Lauer has been very, very solid. He hasn't year. been Gallon. Gallon's, no. been, what, Gallon's been like a sneaky Cy Young candidate. Like, yeah, if he played in any other team, he'd be getting some votes. And I kind of wish he did play for any other team because that's the kind of guy that should be pitching in the postseason. What he's done this year has been absolutely ridiculous. Incredible. Now, I'm not saying the Brewers can't get to him, win a one nothing game, win a pitching duel with Eric Lauer. But um, I don't I don't see it happening. So I'm going to call it the Phillies and I'm going to make my prediction. And it's going to be very simple. The Cardinals are going to uh, sweep the Phillies. The Cardinals are then going to go on and play the Braves. And that's going to be a tough one to pick. As you know, I did take a little stab with the Cardinals to win the World Series just because the price was ridiculous. But in that series, I'd have to pick the Braves. But I think the Cardinals could give them – I think that's a scary matchup for Atlanta because I think they could hang with them offensively. Obviously, you have two of the leading MVP candidates in the lineup with Goldschmidt and Arenado. And the pitching has been much better. Like when we did our season previews, I said, watch, Cardinals will end up winning this division, but I don't know how looking at this rotation. It's Wayno. Who's not getting any younger? They just got Jack Flaherty back. They haven't really needed him. But I mean, we didn't see this season for Miles Michaelis. I mean, he's been lights out. And then I love the two additions they made at the deadline with Jose Quintana and then Jordan Montgomery. Giving up Harrison Bader for Jordan Montgomery was a wise move as well. So I'm going to pick the Braves over them ultimately, but I am going to, at least in the wild card, uh, roll with St. Louis over Philadelphia, even though it pains me to say that because I do love that Phillies team. All right, let's talk about have, let's talk about another team we haven't mentioned because the team that everybody just kind of the team has been talked about more than any other team in baseball, but not 
because of the team lately. They've been talked about because Aaron Judge is still sitting on 61 home runs. We have three games to go, but the Yankees going into October, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like them. I don't like this team going into October. Now, they could prove me wrong, and I wouldn't be mad if they did because I would love to see Garrett Cole absolutely shut up a lot of Yankee fans. I would like to see Giancarlo Stanton shut up a lot of Yankee fans. Yeah. But they just are not the best team in this league. They just aren't. I say they're not the best. I don't even think they're the third best team in this league. I truly don't. I honestly think they're nowhere near the Astros. I think the Mariners are better. I, I, I think I think the Rays are better. I don't know about that. I do. I mean, because yeah. of the, the addition of Glass now is making me think the Rays okay. are better. They have the better pitching. I will say that. You know what? Yeah, man. And if I will, if I wanted to be like the Skip Bayless, if I if that if I wanted to like you know switch up really quickly, I would ask to come on your guy's show. I'd ask to come on Carton, and I would I would come up with this topic. I'd say, is Aaron Judge the chase for sixty two a distraction to this team and their postseason yes. dreams? Yes, it is. I'd like yes, it up. is. Has anybody done that already? Though I haven't been paying. Nope, that. no one has. And I'm Who's not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm trying to watch my college football, and I already have him on a screen. I'm already. I already have this on a screen. Anyone who wants to watch Aaron Judge hit number sixty-two can easily access the the audio, the video. It's MLB Network has it. You know, don't be such a cheapskate. Get yourself the MLB package, and you can watch Aaron Judge hit number sixty-two. Because I'm trying to watch my ACC matchup of the game. Damn it. Stop it. I'm going to disagree with you. One, I'm glad ESPN is doing this because finally ESPN is treating baseball the way they should, that it's important, and it is. Two, I am going to make the caveat that Aaron Judge is ruining baseball, and here's why. (laughs) Hear me out on this. Aaron Judge is the biggest villain in Major League Baseball in that he is making baseball worse. How is he making baseball worse? I will tell you. I'll feed you, baby birds. Strap on in. Every single Saturday, you're seeing these look-ins to him trying to hit 62 home runs. He goes over every single look-in. Every yeah. college football fan thinks Aaron Jones, Aaron Judge sucks. He doesn't, but they think he does. Thus, they hate baseball even more. Aaron Judge, you're ruining baseball. Stop it. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, man. You cut in. It's Clemson. It's Wake Forest. We're going to overtime. And oh, it's no one cares minute. about Wake Forest. This year we do Sam Hartman season. And and what do we get? What do we get? Intentional walk. A, a 15 pitch at bat where he grounds out the third. Oh, sorry. You you needed to see another two yard dive from, from the fullback from Clemson. Now, if that was Nico Horner, you know, RBI or uh, Nico Horner double. <laughs> of, course. of course. I'm all in, baby. If you give me Ian Happ and Wilson Contreras cut-ins, I'm all in. Never forget, ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing more pathetic than a diehard Cubs fan. No, I don't know. Earth. I don't know about all that, but like I will tell you this. <laughs> I will tell you this. Guardians are bouncing the Yankees. And if the Guardians don't, and if the Guardians don't do it, I know the Astros are going to do it. It's been a nice fun season for the Yankees. Yeah, especially, but like in the postseason, when I'm making my bets on the postseason, and just when I'm picking teams. I'm picking the team that got hot the second half of the season, the teams that the team that's playing their best baseball because we've seen that's the model to win in the postseason, man. I mean, like it's so hard to just turn it off, turn it back on. We see that with the Dodgers. And this year I feel like that's why they're not really taking their foot off the gas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I mean, look at the Braves last year. 
They were a dumpster fire the first half of the season. They got hot. They couldn't lose. And then that continued into the postseason. A couple years ago, the Washington Nationals were another great example. The first half of the season, they were in third place, but they had the right pitching. That's why I'm not picking the Yankees right now. Yankees, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, it's been a really fun season. You're going to get your 100 games, but – other than Aaron Judge, what's anybody really talking about right now? Now they did get Anthony Rizzo back a couple weeks ago, which is and he's been doing lineup, well, you know. Um, but I worry a little bit about the pitching, how they stack up against a team like Houston, obviously, but Cleveland too. Like what Cleveland could throw at them. So, well, yeah. I'm gonna let's go ahead and talk about one more. Uh, let's, honestly, let's talk about two more teams. One, okay. I'm gonna talk about this team first, and it's a team near and dear to my heart. In that we've already touched on them briefly. And I do like them going into a series against the Mets. But here's the thing. I have described the San Diego Padres as recently as a month ago as one of the biggest disappointments in Major League Baseball. They have a chance, a legitimate chance, to take my words and beat me over the head with them until I am dead on both the out and inside. And I want them to very badly. Would love to see them beat the Mets. Love to see them move forward. Hell, give the Dodgers a run for their money. It could be anybody's ballgame. They have the pitching to do it. The question is, will their bats do it? Because their bats have been anemic since the All-Star break. Not Actually, I take it back. Not since the All-Star break. Their bats have been anemic since that wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Fernando Tatis Jr. announcement. Yeah, dude. And that's what sucks with this team. Because like you said, they have the pitching. They went all in. And then the Tatis thing, um, obviously, is just crushing. And, you know, I mean, huh. Man, and they are starting to, I mean, they're starting to get it together, though. Like, look at the last month, especially Manny Machado. And I talked about the pitching. I should have gave him more of a shout-out because you look what he did in September. Seven homers, I believe. Yeah, he had huge. 11 OPS in September the last month. And the Padres went 13-2 and two last month. So mm-hmm. I can't just talk about the Braves and the Cardinals and not talk about teams playing their best baseball. I mean, it's a team that went 13-2. and two. They scored 100 runs. And they did it, though. So, like... Yeah, they scored 100 runs, but I feel like my only problem with them is it's home run or bust, right? Because if you look at their triple slash, 227, 301, 375, you know, the pitching staff has been fine. 395 ERA the last month. The bullpen's been really nice, a 270 ERA the last two weeks, 50 innings of work. So the pitching's been much better. The bullpen's been fine. They do acquire Josh Hader, obviously, at the deadline, who at the time was the best closer in baseball, and he's been much better here again this last month. Yeah, man, if they had Tatis and we were getting that 18 to 1 price, even man. 10 to 1, I'd really like this team. I mean, even Me without too. him, one guy, I just I can't pick him against the Mets, but they're scary. I, I would hate to be a Mets fan right now. Me too. All right. Now, last but not least, who do you think is going to win the World Series? Let's just put it out there right now because I'm going to say it and I'm even rooting for it, which is not something I normally do, uh, especially for someone that played for the San Diego Padres. And I do kind of hold the Padres near and dear to my heart, the point where they are the team I root for the most in baseball. I'd be lying. And I do know I'm going to get some death threats from a lot of Padre fans if I didn't want the Dodgers to win the World Series this year. And here is why. But you want them or you're just picking them? I want them to. Okay. I want them to and I'm picking them to. I'm both. I'm doing both. Okay. I think the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. There's no question about this. They are the best team in baseball. Yes. This team has won their division all but one year for the last 10 years and only one World Series, and that was the 2022 season, 2020 season that a lot of people try to throw an asterisk on that I, I really – I'm not going to lie to you. That actually does bother me to the point where, like, why are you throwing an asterisk on that? If your team won the World Series that year, you'd be celebrating like your team won the World Series. 
period. But because it was the Dodgers, no one wants to count it. Fine. Mario's really unhappy that I'm picking the Dodgers. Here's the fact. I want Dave Roberts to win a World Series. This Dodger team has won more games than any Dodger team in the history of the Los Angeles or Brooklyn Dodgers. That is quite the feat that this is, of all time, the best Dodger team that's ever existed. Uh, quite frankly, if they don't win the World Series, it's a huge and utter failure, period. And quite frankly, Dave Roberts is such a wonderful man. I want him to win the World Series. I want him to win the World Series. I want him to do it in Los Angeles. And then the Padres can start their dynasty for the next 10 years. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with my original pick. I'm going to go Dodgers over the Astros, although is that tough to call, man? And the Astros, I like the Astros rotation better. When, I mean, depending what we get with the Dodgers. If the Dodgers obviously had Walker Bueller, which they do not, uh, I would but like they're getting back on Slim. They'll have Urias. Oh, yeah. They'll have Kershaw. Yeah. So, Will so, they have so, Trinan and Gratterall? I don't know. That's the thing. So Gonsolin comes back tonight. We haven't seen him since August 23rd, man. Mm-hmm. And then, and even then, he threw five innings, one hit ball, and a 10-1 win over the Brewers. And it was his fifth consecutive win at the time. He's been ridiculous all season long, 16-1, and one, a 2 They've only play. lost one game he started this season. Yeah, that's a good point right there. And the Dodgers, like I said, even though they, they were hot to start the season, still playing their best baseball. Look what they did. 10 homers last month, 24 extra base hits the last couple weeks. But – their slash line, 238, 325, 358. Like, they could do it all. I'm sticking with my original pick. I'll go it's down. a lazy pick, I know. But this team, legitimate. like, I don't I don't know what else to tell you. This, I know everybody's paying attention to yeah. the pool hole 700 home runs and the 62 home runs in New York. Well, you everyone better start paying attention to what's happening in Los Angeles because it's insane. And, and we haven't really had that chalky World Series in a while when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the last, like, okay, these have been the two best teams in baseball all season long. Like, 2017, uh, when the Dodgers played the Astros. Yeah, exactly. So here we go. We're going to get it again. Now, the sleeper teams, obviously, in the National League, the Mets are dangerous. Very. Padres are dangerous. The, the Braves are the defending champs. I feel like we are not giving the Braves the right The Guardians are dangerous. The Seattle Mariners have as good of a chance as anyone, except the Astros, as anyone in the AL, except for the Astros, to go to the World Series. What if you could, okay, so so you want to see that you just kind of gave your answer here, but if you could just, your dream World Series matchup this season. You My take, dream World Series yeah, matchup? Yeah, you could take two of these teams and you could stack them up in the World Series. I want to see Dodgers-Yankees. I've wanted to see a Dodger-Yankee World Series my entire life. It's and 19, it's yes, dude, it's a classic throwback, 1970s. I'm on FS1 now, so I really want Dodgers-Yankees to happen very badly. Ah. Uh. I don't know what to do with you. I would go, I would go Padres, Mariners. No, yeah. I want that next year. I want that no. next year because that'll piss off everyone on the East Coast so bad. I don't do Actually, I don't want that World Series. You know why? Because I don't know who to root for. I want I both of them to win that World Series. I, I'm a t- I like, I like Fernando Tatis, right? But I do think, and I don't want to be like this. He should be punished for the rest of his life, guy, because he's, no. let's be honest, he's a kid. I don't agree with that. But I do, what a perfect way, man. What a good way to teach him his lesson, though. They go on and they win the World Series without him. Yeah, but he'll still get a ring, and I don't think he'll learn anything from it. I really don't. Will he get no, a I, yo, he'll get a ring. Oh, yeah, he'll get a ring. What the fuck did he do this year? Nothing. Nothing. Saying- I didn't say he deserved a ring. I said he's going to get a ring. And be, keep in mind, if there is a Dodger-Yankee World Series, who's the happiest man in the world? You? No. Me. The happiest man in the world is future 
World Series MVP Joey Gallo because even uh, if he yeah, does yeah. go over, he gets a ring one way or the other. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that is insane. I will be if we do get that matchup. I'm playing the Joey Gallo World Series MVP. So am I. You know, like that, like clockwork. Yeah. I want to see it. Come on, dude. How can you not that storyline alone? How can you not want that World Series matchup? Mario says he would never watch baseball again if the Yankees and the Dodgers played in the Mario, world. get your ass on the screen. Okay, I'm not going to sit here and listen to this bullshit coming out of your mouth. What are you talking about? Well, thanks for the more editing. Um, it's, dude, like... It's yeah. a podcast, Mario! <laughs> Yankees are so... Yankee fans are so annoying. LA, you have everything. Dodger fans are really annoying. And Dodger fans are usually Lakers fans. That would just be incredibly annoying twitter timeline that would be all like that would just be very very annoying i really see like yankee fans suffer a little bit they will suffer when they get beat by the los angeles dodgers nothing will make them suffer more than losing to the dodgers in the world series nothing on earth especially if joey gallo does it you want yankee fans to be the most miserable thing in the world let this happen yes that would help that would help it would just be it'd be like if the packers Dude. Won the Super Bowl. Wait, that so my Twitter guys... timeline would be absolutely brutal. I would never go on Twitter ever again. Actually, I, w- I would love your opinion on this, Ryan. Do, do you guys find Dodger fans that annoying on Twitter? Because I don't. I, I find a lot of other Dodger, a lot of other fan bases to be way worse. Yeah, you know what, man? Like Dodger fans really don't bother me. To be quite, they don't honest. bother me that much. Uh, can I can I give you the fans that bother me really quickly? Let's hear. It. Yeah, let's rank them. Let's go for it, um, dude. From Yankees love- are like the maybe the very top. Of the list. Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate Yankee fans because they're just so delusional, and I so, love that, but come yeah. on, it's rough. So, so for me, it's the Cardinals, number one, and it's ah, not why? There's not, there's not a close two. Well, is you that because you're just a Cubs fan? I Because as an outsider, dude, Cardinal fans are pretty good fans. No, they're terrible human they're beings. They're pretty good fans. I, I kind of agree with Ryan. They're terrible human beings. Why are they terrible human beings? Because they root for the team that's not from your geographical location and they beat you up your entire life? Yeah, they're a bunch of hillbillies. I hate them. <laughs> hillbillies. Yeah. I don't like them. I don't like them. Okay. I'm upset. I don't like them. You know, Boston, New York, Philadelphia. I mean, they're all pretty brutal, right? But I kind of like, like that because they care and they're there they every day. When their teams suck, which is very rarely – they're in the stands, you know, they don't take up, they don't put up with any BS from their manager. Me being a Cub fan, like, I don't think David Ross is any good. I think she, I, didn't, I didn't think he was any good in the broadcast booth. All right. I, I, I don't know. I'll tell he, you. No, keep that? going. Keep going. I was just going to say like, but everybody just puts up with it. They're just at Wrigley making beer snakes or whatever the hell and spending a billion dollars there. So <laughs> I'll say like Yankees, Red Sox. Mario, get Billy. your ass back up here. You're not done. They don't bother me. You know who got a little annoying there for a while? And people will hate me for saying this because I, I love the fine folks in Wisconsin. I'm a Packer fan, as you can see. But uh, the Brewers fans were getting a little ridiculous there for a while, like with the Cubs. Like, they beat us in game 163. I'm an us guy because I watched every game, you know. And uh, <laughs> I'm spending money at Wrigley Field. I'm part of that team. So – they got a little annoying there for a while, man. And it was like, all right, win a World Series ring and then, and then come back and talk your shit, you know? Yeah, well, here, I think Yankee fans are probably at the top of the list. Uh, I got to say, uh, as much as I love my Padres and my Padre fans, their, their, their Twitter can be they, – they, well, the, their fans are passionate, but I got to say, there, there's a subsect. I think there's a subsect of every single fan base that's 
and there is uh, there's a top pottery fan base over there yeah yeah i'm not gonna lie like i don't even think i've ever run into a padre fan like anywhere really yeah they love their team dude you, you, be, know, you gotta I, go down to san diego they love their team like you go on vacation or you go to college you meet yankees fans everywhere right the fastest route to hobart and william smith colleges is via us 15 north okay Hey Siri, I'm doing a podcast here. Can you fuck out? <laughs> Where are you going, right? Oh no, she's playing the music. Oh, this is a jam though. Hold on. Oh, oh, oh great. Now now this now this podcast costs ten thousand hey, dollars hey, in music rights. Hey, stop. Yeah. hey, stop. Yeah, can we stop? Hey Siri, stop. What a day. What a this day. This happens in the middle of the night. I think my house. Hey Siri, play November Rain. No. Ah, oh, it was worth a shot. Darling, <laughs> when I hold you, don't you know why I feel safe? All right, sorry about that. It's all and good, Mario. Answer who, 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 who fan base you have? Okay, so we go fan base that I hate. Um, one's got to be Yankees. They're the worst ever. They piss me off so much. Two, I actually do agree with Cardinals because Cardinals fans are the most annoying and not good like people at all, especially in Indianapolis. In Indianapolis, they're not good people. I wonder if we have two Cubs fans on this show. Like, I ju- I'm just saying. Third, this might come as a surprise, but like they've been pissing me off like a lot lately, and they're complaining. The New York Mets fans. I am. Uh, but I'm a Mets guy. I'm a Mets guy. I'm a Mets guy. Give them a pass. I, I'm they, a Mets guy. Kinda, I want them to win, but just don't you kind of think they deserve a little bit of a break here? They've been in first place all year with three games left. They're out of first place. Everybody other than Sal, who declared that the division was over in July, gets a free pass for me, to be honest with you. Okay. But uh yeah, the Mets fans, I mean, it's I think it's just a New York thing, man. They they love yeah. their teams, but at least Mets fan Mets fans have have been through it. They've been through hell and back. So many times that you, I you can't I can't help but appreciate Mets fans. Where Yankee fans truly believe they're the reason they have twenty seven rings. Yeah, that's annoying. And then my last one's Dodgers by far. The Dodger fans. I am not. I've se- met. I, I am not seeing this Dodger brutal. thing this, that you guys are. Although I will say I see I see the worst of Dodger fans when they're arguing with Padre fans on Twitter. Those that that grouping that are yelling at each other are just the two worst groupings in the world. I, I wait. Let me substitute. Let me substitute. Let me substitute. Um, um, Dodgers are out. Let me substitute. Actually, I'm substitute the Mets with the White Sox fan base. White Sox. Hundred and ten percent White Sox. Right. I, I I refuse. I refuse because the White Sox fans really deserved something so much better than they got. Okay, but Ryan, you can't tell me you grew up in Chicago when you had those kids that were White Sox fans. You can't tell me they weren't a little annoying at Juliet. They weren't a little annoying. They didn't piss you off a little bit. Well, like everybody I know is a White Sox fan, pretty much. Uh, oh, really? I don't know. Mario, well, I mean, are you I saying got... this because Tim Anderson called you a hating ass? No, no, no. Not Tim Anderson. Anything aside, my like. <laughs> I mean, it was always just like a rivalry. Like, oh, the Cubs suck. Never going to win a World Series. And then it was like, oh, you know. 2005, you know, and then it was like, uh, yeah, 2016 is a fluke. I mean, there's always this trash talk. I don't know. They don't really bother me a whole lot, though. It's like the Civil War. They're just like, it's like my uncles and cousins just talking crap, you know? 
Mm. Okay, that's fair. My two of my best friends are White Sox fans, and it annoyed the crap out of me. Well, now about, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's yeah. annoying, but I just right, like, what do they have to celebrate right now? Well, how They're, about this? At least we're not all Yankee fans. Am I right, guys? Yes, it's very true. Fact, very true. Kind of wish I was though. I'd have a team in the postseason. Yeah, I kind of wish I was too. I'd have a team that won twenty-seven rings. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh well, Ryan, where can people find you? BetMGM tonight, seven to eleven p.m. Eastern. Mario, where can people find you? Yeah, where can we find you, Mario? <laughs> on Twitter at Mario23 underscore Heron. Of course, check out the Bolt City podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast covering everything Chargers. And then check out BetMGM Game Day 8 to 11 every Sunday to get you prepared for NFL. And then also make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the BetMGM OMB podcast powered by BetQL. The best baseball bo- podcast out there right now. Unquestionably, follow me on Twitter at Decker6, Antihero Baseball on Instagram. Not to mention, check me out on FS1, The Carton Show, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9.30. Guys, like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Mario, do you know how many more of these we have this season? Because I don't. I, I'm just keeping it rolling until I'm, <laughs> I'm good now. Well, then we'll, we'll see like, you later this week, whether you guys like it or not. Maybe. We're like, we're like what's his name in uh, Office Space? We're yeah, we're Milton Waddams. Yeah, nobody even knows we're here. Nobody knows we're here. <laughs> Mario, did you get that reference? I did. I had to watch that for school. Loved there, it. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. You watched it for school? Yeah, well, seriously. So, yeah, seriously. Space? What yeah, school did you go to? DePaul University. Number That's one liberal not... arts number one liberal arts school in uh, Indiana. Everywhere he goes is number one. Number no, one. Yeah, yeah sure. everything he does is the number one ranked thing, and it's always nonsense. God, Mario. <laughs> I swear it is. You liar. We had to watch it. Uh, Well, that's it for us, guys. Like, share, and subscribe. And make sure you follow uh, Mario on Twitter and call him a liar. That's it for us. Beat it.